now live on fxbgpublicradio.com in the new iTunes app. This is Below the Deck. Below the Deck. With Nick. On FXBG Public Radio. FXBG Public Radio. FXBG Public Radio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Tonight, illustrious guest, we have in the building actor, singer, songwriter, producer, Garrett Forge. Welcome, Garrett. Friend of the show. Obviously, if you guys, you guys know who he is. You guys have heard this before. He has been in... Multiple things, so we're rolling here. What's going on, Garrett? Oh, no much, man. Thank you for having me on the show, Nick. Yeah, man, I heard you got a lot of good things going on. I mean, there's a lot of big projects. I mean, I think you might have a release for us tonight, but we'll we'll save that for later. Um, what's going on with the okay. movie scene right now with you? Oh, man, um, several things coming up, uh, supposed to come out. Uh, some are delayed probably for being, uh, you know, being released, but just had a trailer release, uh, I believe it was about a, three weeks ago, about a month ago, for a new comedy film I was in called Three Blacks and a Chew Walk Into a Bar, and uh, I played a Southern cop in that, and really good role, and uh, that's going to be hitting the film festival circuit, uh, pretty major ones, actually. Let's be going to Austin and Sundance and uh, I believe one in uh, Louisiana. Nice. Several others all over the place. So, um, but some, yeah, pretty big ones. And Toronto. I think it's supposed to go to Toronto as well. That's so, going to be pretty good then. So your acting career is, is, is moving a, a little bit further. You already had some other things. Um, since last time the people talked to you also, we want to bring that up because you did have the um the YouTube um with the superheroes. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. And they just That's had a new release since last time they talked to you. Um, do you wanna bring that up? Yeah, that finished up. It's a six episode. It's it's available now. You can watch it. It's called The Unsuperheroes. Just search that in YouTube. And that's actually been accepted into four film festivals right now and it has uh, waiting on about eight or nine others. So That's... they're waiting in, and uh, it's already got a semifinalist in one of them. And I play uh, kind of a paranoid, crazy guy in that, that one. Um, well, that's what I wanted to ask. Would you, I don't know for people who didn't listen to the first episode that you're on, can you give a little bit of like, what, what is the show about in general? And then definitely about your character in that show. Okay. Yeah. It's about two guys that they decide they want to go out and try to fight crime on their own. So they go, one of them goes out and gets them both costumes that are like really tight costumes and they just start going out in the city and they're just looking for bad things to happen and they're going to try to like fight the people and then help people and whatever. And I just happen to be a guy that pulls up. I can't tell you what happens in it because, you know, if you speak, know about it, you won't watch it. But I'm, um, let's just say I'm working with a mob and <laughs> and I see these guys see me and I all of a sudden get paranoid and I take off running and they come after me and there's more that goes on. Um, again, it's like really five-minute uh, episodes. There's only six of them. but So you can watch it in one 30-minute period back-to-back. Uh, yeah. back. And it, it's funny, and it's got some uh, good uh, action sequences in it as well. So where do you fit in on the character base on this? Um, where, do you, where do you come in as a character on that? Um... Oh, well, I mentioned in episode three, you kind of don't see me, but I'm in episodes four through six when my kind of scenes come up. So you'll see them dealing with a couple other little things at the beginning. The first one kind of introduces them and where they got the idea and, and where they go. But the whole concept of it is really unique. It's a comic book come to life. So each episode starts off like a comic book, and so it looks like a comic book, like a comic book. And then all of a sudden it goes into live from that screen. So, right, and then okay. next thing you know, it's a storyline from that. Yeah. So that's very it's cool. Really cool. Also holding back on it. Lisa, <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch oh. it and tell people what, uh, what the name is that is because you can, that is, that's out right now. There is a first season. And I do believe the second season is coming up. 
Um, if you're talking about the superheroes, yes, no, there's only there's only going to be one season of that. But that is a, that's that's already out, or it's about already to come out. out. Yes. yes so where where can people find that? On YouTube, just go to YouTube. Anybody has that, and, and just the, type yes. in search. Type in search what? That's the whole point. On YouTube, yeah, the, what is the name? Yeah, go to, <laughs> the unsuperheroes. So it's oh. UN superheroes all together. That's a cool yeah. concept. That's very cool. Where it's like it's not a superhero. I think there, there's a movie that's kind of like that. But I'm not trying to. I'm not going to do a comparison to that. But I think like there was, wasn't there like a movie where like the knockout or something or where people uh, were. Just, Shazam, maybe? No, it's just um, there's a movie called Underpunch or something like that. I don't know. I've I am okay. horrible with titles, but they were just vigilantes that did um, that were fighting crime as superheroes, and they weren't actually superheroes. So that's pretty cool uh, concept for a show. If you guys want to go on the YouTube, make sure you guys check that out because. The name is the best. The unsuperheroes is that what I heard? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. Um, that's one thing that you already have going. Um, you have the second other movie. Um, I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk to you. Everybody, obviously, that's a fan of the show, knows that I work with Garrett Forge very closely, so I know a little bit more about what he's doing. I'm not sure what we're allowed to talk to you about, though, because he's got a lot of things going on. So anything else that you're allowed to tell us about from what's coming yeah. up? Yeah, I've got a movie. It should be a trailer coming out on it in the next couple of months called The Elder Heist. It's another comedy, and I play a, a butler in that one, and uh, it's, it's going to be a good one. It should be hitting... Probably Prime, but they're going to start with the trailer again somewhere. Probably in September, we'll have a trailer should be coming out. I don't have any dates of when it's going to be released yet. And uh, there's a few others. Uh, one, I'm, we're just waiting on some final. It's in post production called Book Cover. I did have a lead role in that, and it's a family drama. It's got a cool twist to it. I'm a husband and father in that. It's a, my lead role. Uh, so you can see a lot more of me and that one over probably a lot of those, but still got some great scenes um, and a bunch of different things too. Um, and then <laughs> there's a few more, Nick. Yes, uh, I want them called... all. Give them, give them everything. Yeah. Flex on them. Okay. Flex on them, Garrett. What you got? <laughs> okay. We also have a short coming out. It's a sci-fi thriller. Uh, it's called The Conduit. And yeah, I've seen a good part of it already the director sent me and it's going to be incredible that will be sent over out to film festivals as well don't have any dates or anything on that one but that keep an eye out on that it's called the conduit or the conduit we're trying to finalize the title on that one um few uh not something else <laughs> i did uh a civil war docudrama which oh yeah, actually had 200 right. voices in it i was up to seven different historical characters narrating passages from Civil War documents, and it's all throughout it. And it's supposed to be a huge series, up to 28-episode series. Mm -hmm. So I may be spread over a couple different things in that. Um, I can't. I don't think I can give away anything about which right. characters I've played yet. But, right. yeah, you'll hear me do voiceover on that one. That's um, super And awesome. then just a few others. Uh, one Go ahead. Price to pay to have any details on it uh i believe it's a drama and then beautiful scars behind closed doors that's another uh drama action uh i say more drama probably more than anything and that's uh i play a divorce attorney in that one that's awesome and that'll be probably late in the year um but i did just finish uh my shooting it's still in production right now should be finishing up this month and it's a horror movie uh, it's called Spoken. That's all I can say on that one. Yep. I can't give any details of that. And then I'm going to be shooting. I've got one shooting next month. It's called How Did I, How Did I Get Here? It is a faith-based film. Um, I, I hate to say it. That's all I can give on that one. Yes. I'll give you more details. And then i got one more. I just got the contracts for uh, shooting in November. And it's a feature. Uh, so film movie-wise, that's, that's pretty much about it. 
<laughs> no, that's great. And we're going to talk more about that because here's the thing for, um, for people who didn't listen to the past interviews with you, mm-hmm. um, can you, you, you went over a heavy line of, of events that you're working on all different genres. Um, yep. what would you say if you had to choose? I mean, obviously you're an actor, so you do all of them, but like, do you prefer mm-hmm. the comedy roles? Do you prefer drama roles or like, what is, what is your favorite roles to play? Not based off of those movies. We're not comparing yeah. anything just based off of like, do you prefer to play the comedy role? Do you play, prefer to play the drama role? Do you prefer to play the bad guy? You know, you, you well, play so many different roles. You were the cop one time, so you're the authority. Um, mm-hmm. So what 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 is your, like, kind of favorite to do? Well, always any actor could tell you, you when you do a comedy, it's more fun on set that right. you have because you, you really can take it to different levels. And the actors, when you've got some good ones who you're working with, they are, they're, they're fun. it's just fun. You can cut up a little bit more. You know, dramatic, you're going to stay in a little character, but then you can take, it can go deeper into, depends on, like, if you're an evil character or something like that. But, I mean, I'm not going to turn down anything. I love uh, just being an actor, period, because, again, it just takes you to different storylines. It gives people a perspective about things, and then it can inspire people, but it also can teach and educate and just entertain. I mean, anyone you do it. So, uh, it, you know, I'm not going to turn down. I'm across the board, but comedy is definitely funner or more fun uh, to shoot. And we're to shoot. Time so comedy is the one. Um, it, let me yeah. ask you another question uh, while we're still on the acting thing, because you got, um, you've been in the acting for years, but uh, now you're starting to get a little bit more jobs. You're a little bit, you know, we're not going to explain that whole you know the age thing but like you're a little bit older what would you give advice to younger actors because you know you got into it and you're rolling you're Mm -hmm. like the jobs are there like what did you did you find some sort of key or some sort of secret that you like oh this is gonna be a thing and if you did you can say yes and just not share it but if it's something you want to share i would I would love to hear because it, it is a very, it's very rare. There, you, there's a lot of people that do it, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's very few in between. Which like the the good goods get that level. Like, you know, in your twenties, you weren't you were not doing as where you are now. Not saying what your age is. That has nothing to do. But you're mm-hmm. older than twenty now. Somebody yeah. eighteen <laughs> trying to start. Did you find a secret? <laughs> well, for me, and it could be, it could help a lot of people. I've seen people do it. Is I started in theater, and that's where a lot of people, if they're just haven't really done any training, uh, and you're in a local community area. Again, also too, depends on where you're at. If you're in a suburb area, I think community theater is a great little start. I wouldn't say spend years and years, but if you could do a few, get some experience, and start playing with, you start determining where you fit in because everybody doesn't necessarily fit into uh, every role. They may be, uh, and I don't want to say typecast, but it depends on your look and your age. And of course it can change as you go. Um, But again, get some training behind you and then you don't necessarily need to do multiple theater roles, but you could do a few and then see in your area, what's going on film wise. If you're in a major metropolitan area, and most likely is going to do a lot of film there. You just need to get involved in some groups and start networking and then get some experience. And then the whole thing is just kind of building your resume till you get a few films or a few theater shows, something behind you. And then you can kind of take that and you can kind of see how you do and you get a lot of uh, um, feedback from your directors and people like, oh, man, you're, you, know, you have a good look or you got... Uh, interesting voice, and like I said, it just depends on that individual person. So, yeah, I agree. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, no, one thousand percent. I mean, that's the way that that's the that's part of the industry, which is you, yeah, you get casted. That's a thing too, being an actor. You know what I mean? You don't get casted yeah. as yourself; you yeah. get casted as the role. So I think you know, 
it's a very thing, you know, a very big thing that you have to always keep in your mind. We're like, oh, I'm getting cast as this role. Like you've played when you did. Um, we talked about this on the last show, and make sure you guys go back. That's a shameless plug in my old shows, but make sure you go back and check out Garrett Ford's first interview or second one. I don't know how many times you've been on the show, but you definitely brought up one time you did a role where you were a racist bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean? That's not a thing, but you're like, that's not, they, they casted you as that role. That's not you though. Also, which is funny because you're like, yo, people will cast you in the entertainment industry differently than actually who you are. And I think that's a big thing that you brought out about being an actor, which is like, Oh, mm-hmm. you are you, but you're like, dude, that, like, you know, but yeah, it needs to come out there. That's being an actor. Yeah, that's, and that's the good thing about it. That particular one is one it tells people a story because it was a historical, true to true story of that particular film. Um, and if I don't lose, called it Colvin is who that was about. It was called a letter to call it Colvin, and she was the first African American woman prior to Rosa Parks to stand up in the uh, Montgomery bus strike. Oh yes, I've heard about and, this. Um, for the boycott of me, not right. I know the movie that you did. I actually watched your thing on there, but I did not know that that's what it's about because this is a thing that I've heard about like over time. That point was mm-hmm. though, you yeah. could play your roles. That was the point is for artists. If you play your point, you play the the character they give you. They're get, sometimes they cast you as casting. You look the mm-hmm. part, you, you know, you can, you can play the part, but that's the big thing that you always have to realize, especially when you're in entertainment, music mm-hmm. or movies, is that when you're playing a part, you're playing a part. Mm-hmm. It's not real. Of course. Yeah, none of this yeah, is entertainment. It, <laughs> it's not real. So, like, yeah. It's fun, though. You know what I mean? Even, like, I know you being a very nice guy, and I can... I can vouch for Garrett. Garrett is a very nice guy. So I tell you, whenever you see him, that is acting to its fullest. Whenever he has to be a rude person in a, in a bus, <laughs> that is acting to its fullest because he would never, like, he would never just, you know, you'd have to make him really mad, but that is acting. That's all like, oh, that's the greatness right there because that's not, I know Garrett. That is not, okay. <laughs> I'm laughing because the roles I got coming up that are going to be production are completely opposite of who I am. I love it. That's Uh, why. (laughs) That's acting. (laughs) That's what it's called. You're not playing you. You're playing somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. You're able to do it. Oh, sorry. (laughs) What has been your favorite um, so far? Well, let's go this way. What has been your favorite villain role to play? Oh man! Because you got um, good guys. I know you've been judges and you've been cops and you've been bad cops and good. But what yeah. villain role? What has been your favorite <laughs> villain role to play? Well, um, I'm gonna tell you it's coming up, and I, I oh, wish I could tell you the name it. of it because um, I don't want to give this. I did sign on disclosure on this one, but it's the role I've got coming up shooting next month. I've already shot one of the scenes. And it's a complete extreme. I do play someone from another country. So I had to learn a new language, new accent oh, with no. it. And that was more like a challenge that I had to do a lot more research, had to do a lot of study. And that made it worthwhile. So when you do pull it off, it's like an inner, I don't know, inner confidence that you, you feel. And it makes you feel good as an actor when you do those. But uh, again, I, I kind of have fun with every role I do. Um, and overall, again, the one I did, Elder Heist, was fun. The British no, Elder, villain. I, I asked comedy. you, villain. Of course, every role you like because you're an actor. <laughs> what was the best villain role you've done? That what have I done already? Not because you've d- yeah, you've done already. Yeah. Because you know, even in the film that's coming out, I. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything about it, but from the trailer, and go check out the trailer, it's on YouTube, right? Uh, for Three Blacks and a Jew? Yes. Walking bar, That's on YouTube already, right? That is, should be on YouTube, um, from what I remember. I'm trying to remember. Cause not I know the movie, I got it off the trailer. Huh? The trailer, not the movie. 
Yeah, no, I pulled it from one of the producers. He posted on his Instagram okay, and so, he tagged okay. me, and I just shared it. So I don't know exactly where it is right now, but we shall go with that again. Everything <laughs> on fxbgpublicradio.com's below the deck is not affiliated with fxbgpublicradio.com or the content of the guest and the host. So there you go. Um, also, with non-disclosure, I, I mean, for people who don't know, I'm Garrett's manager, so I definitely know what he's talking about, but I'm not allowed to tell you about it. We have, uh, for lack of a better, like, that's where I'm just going to go with it. Garrett has a lot of stuff going on we are not allowed to talk about. That is all I'll say. <laughs> it's just, there's, there's some very cool stuff, so I'm trying to navigate this interview, but I know a lot more things than I think we're allowed to talk about. Uh-huh. But, oh, um, yeah. Madman, was that, is, are we able to go into the next? Okay, so, well, yeah. Garrett, you've been doing something else besides movies. <laughs> yep. You've been yeah, uh, I... songwriting? I have. You've been um, producing I, records? Oh, uh, yes, I have. Okay, a, so what have you been working with, on with that? Well, other than two songs that have been released back in November, they're country songs. I'm kind of leaning toward a country music artist. But I, I wrote called Between the Lives and the Tears, and there's another one called My Big Black Truck, and it's more of a comedy song. And they can and find been that out, on those, Spotify. Those have been out. Go ahead. They can find that on Spotify and, and YouTube? Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, YouTube. They're all over the place. And what's yeah. the name that they look up to find that? Well, you can just look up Garrett Forge. Uh, it's two R's, two T's. And just search me on YouTube, and you can find my songs there. Or you just type in that on Spotify. Like I said, any of those Spotify, Amazon, iTunes. They're everywhere. Napster. I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> iHeartRadio. Not just um, make it easier for people to find that. Yeah, yeah, any of those places, but just and then the songs are called "My Big Black Truck," and then the other one's called "Between and the Lives." It's Garrett Forge. And how do you spell your last name, though? Because it's not. It, it is F F O R. Oh well. See, it's four G. Four G. No, it's F O R G E, like Valley Forge. F O R G E. Four G. Well, no, you just say Forge. You, yeah, Valley Forge. You know, okay, the e they, at the end. Uh, yeah, um, uh, nope, I already got validation for that. What I said made sense. <laughs> you or, didn't get it. I appreciate it. I love you, man. Okay. You're one of my favorite people. Um, so you got the new song <laughs> coming out. And yep. What is? Um, how did this come about? Tell us. Um, can you? Do you want to do? We'll do an intro before we play the song. Yeah, so can yeah. You just tell the where it came song, about. We got people. Um, that are involved with the song, and there's a message behind it. Can um, okay. you explain that for them? Yeah, the song is called We Will Rise Up, and it was a song that kind of came to me probably during everything going on, from the riots to the protests to the pandemic starting uh, early in the year. And I just thought this this message, and I, and I want to say everything that comes to me, I want to put this out there, God sends me a lot of stuff. He sends me songs, ideas, and things like that, and I feel he want, He gave this to me. I'm not thinking I'm the chosen one or anything, but it came to me, and then I just started writing it, and pretty much almost just came out. I had a little, do a little tweaking on it before production, but other than that, it's just a message that I want to get out to the world about how we should love each other, respect each other. And and stop all the fighting and the hate and all that. And that's kind of in the message and the, the lyrics. And uh, I'm very proud. I've got a singer that I used to know from another group, if I could say that, uh, Nick. Yeah, yeah, you're good. <laughs> uh, you tell them whatever. Name, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, named Danny Nicole. And she's a gospel soul artist. So I felt she could fit for this song because it's more of a gospel pop song and brought her in the studio not just a couple weeks ago, to tell you the truth, two or three weeks ago, and just knocked out her vocals. I'd already got music production from a major music uh, studio uh, in a local town near me, and uh, they put it together. We recorded it, and it's been doing really well. It's already got over 400 views on YouTube in only like three or four days, maybe, 
And I think it's going to get out. It's a very powerful message. Are you song. allowed to talk about it. the outreach that we have? Well, that huh? you have. Are you allowed to talk about the outreach? Because you said 400 views and people have been paying attention. Are you allowed to tell them who has been paying attention? Um. Well, should we I not, can kind of go around just, and say that some major networks and our major cable network uh, that does and news propaganda are listening in. That does news programming. News Maybe programming. Like the, the best internationally news pr- programming. Yeah. Maybe have <laughs> had a, have had a conversation, but that's all we'll say about that. Without yeah, dropping a dime, and, allegedly. <laughs> Yeah, I've been lucky. I've known someone who works in a major television cable network who had contacts and has sent my song out, and we're waiting to hear back. But it sounds very positive. Well, and potentially um, for some great stuff. Scott, are you ready for this? Okay, can you give the intro, and then Scott's going to mute us and play the song. All right. So well, give the intro in- to it. What is this? And also make sure you mention the artist. <laughs> Yeah, this song is We Will Rise Up, written by me, Garrett Forge, and sung by Danny Nicole. Boom. Tears on my pillow as I'm trying to sleep, thinking of the problems. In the world I see Wishing and praying For a change to take place To bring peace and happiness To each and every race Let's come together And make this world a well Before we lose it all To the forces of hell We will rise Rise up We will rise Before it's too late, enough is enough. Rise up. Oh, oh, oh. The people on earth have lost their faith in one another. No one feels safe. Lest I be selfish and care for every man put others first god please heal this land let's come together and make this world well before we lose it all to the forces of hell we will rise
Ladies and gentlemen, Garrett Forge, we will rise up. Danny Nicole singing, Garrett Forge producing. You heard it here live on FXBGPublicRadio.com. Garrett, can you tell people where they can find this? Because this is already out on the internet, and it's jumping. It is. Yeah, it's on YouTube right now. So you just go to YouTube and type in my name, Garrett Forge, and you can find it. Now, if you do We Will Rise Up, another song called Rise Up will come up. So that's why I'm telling you the way it searches. Just like a Garrett Forge, two R's, two T's, F-O-R-G-E, and you'll find it on my list with my other songs as well that is also out there. Yep, my big black truck is out there. Yep. So you guys can that I I I believe that was the one that had the most right. I, I think My if you just truck? type your name in on YouTube, the big black truck would probably come up first, right? It does. It comes up first, and then and then you I can think... follow the link to figure out where where the new stuff because this is brand new. Um, obviously, it's not going to have as many likes. So yeah, it just came out Friday night about nine thirty. So nice. We're just a few days away. Wow. So, um, with that being out, I mean, do you want to, um, talk about that or do you want to talk about what's next? Um, I mean, I think we pretty much gave that. I think everybody needs to check it out, like it, share it, subscribe to it if you would, and just uh, tell everyone, uh, let them know about that song. I think it needs to go around the world and I think it could be a great message to everyone. So, uh, right. but no, I, Hopefully we're going. Well, hopefully I know we're going to do it. Uh, going to be. I got a whole other um, many more singles coming up. We'll start out, but I've got different uh, from that though. Huh? Different from that. What is um, oh, your main style? Because that is a super positive power ballad um, vibe that you had someone else. Um, you were singer songwriter, so sometimes you write the songs that other people sing. You're going to work on an album that you're coming out with. What kind of style of music do you want to roll? Are you rolling? Okay. Yeah, that's kind of, it's going to be country. I've, yeah. I've got a country, several country music songs. Um, I'm going to be starting to release some singles. We're going to get recorded, produced. And then after probably, and we'll work this out, after a couple more singles come out, maybe three, we'll, we'll get the album finished up. And then maybe release some more singles off that, and we'll go from there and see how they go and take play it by ear. And I've got more coming after that, but I've also got a rock song that started uh, working on, produced. It's about partially finished, uh, and it has a very inspirational message. But it's more of a rock, rock anthem or rock song. A lot of electric guitar and drums and that. Uh, but I'm looking forward. I'm not going to give out any uh, titles no, or anything yet. So you're yeah. all over the place with the music spectrum. Um, let me ask you yeah. again, Devil's Advocate. Which one do you think? I know, obviously, you love doing all of them, and we're not trying to exclude. There's no, but which one is your favorite? The country, the rock, the power ballads. You know, you you're all over with the music. Yeah. Like which one? Which one is your is your go to? You think country or you think power ballads? You know, you make. Uh, southern rock that's a big one that i feel like you have in there that that people don't put a category on but southern rock is a real thing um it's not just country music um but like what's your favorite to like write do you want to write real stuff like personal or do you want to make like you know like oh i want to make a party song because i know obviously i don't know how much i'm allowed to say about it but you definitely have a song about beer uh, that's about all you want. You that's to all I'm going to say about I it is like, yeah, but like do party, <laughs> party. Well, you, I'm, yeah. yeah, that's, that's uh, all Nick, I'm going to say, but you like man. the party, you like the, the real stuff. You like the rock stuff. You like the, you know, the out of your like writing songs for other people. Like what is yeah. just for not like for, le- there is no best one because obviously you're appreciative of doing mm-hmm. all of them. But also, that's a very random thing that you're able to do all of them. Which right. is like, so I just want to play devil's advocate and ask you, obviously. I have to have controversial stuff on this show. <laughs> Everybody knows I know you. What's your favorite? You tell me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I think but did you have like one that you liked to write more? I still like to sing. I, I lean toward the country because that's where my voice kind of leans to. Mm-hmm. And I did have a lot of people I looked up to as I was coming up. Again, I still all over the board. I loved 
hard rock music. I love the pop ballads. Well, do you feel the country is country. more personal? Country is kind of leaning toward me because that's where I feel I fit for my my look and for my voice more so. But again, like you said, I do love them all, and well, I will throw in some different songs. How comfortable are you with with the? Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? The intimacy, maybe, of country music is very personal, intimate yeah. or personal, like one of the two, which is like, yeah, like, do you, um, do you feel like some sort of reserve of actually when you, when you're writing a song, you know, mm-hmm. country music is very personal, very intimate, right. heartbreak loves all it goes both ways positive and negative yeah um it's a very very wide genre where you oh it could be very positive it could be like do you feel um any sort of like uncomfortableness or like do you feel weird about like kind of putting your vulnerability maybe is the word i'm looking for out on the line in front of other people like in front of like oh you know you don't know who listened to your song on YouTube and you just told them a whole story and it might not be fake. You know, you might've told them a real thing. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. No country does come usually from your heart, from personal life and where you come through. Um, again, a lot of mine are, I do have a lot that are like love, but there were breakups or, or issues with in relationships. Um, some are like, again, a party song, um, but I've got some, believe it or not, that inspire. There's some in- yes. inspirational that I'm throwing in there. So my first album is a mix, and it's also a mix of subgenres of country, which a lot of people who listen to country, I don't know how many of your listeners do, but there's multiple subgenres. Like there's bro country, there's um, modern, there's modern country, classic country, there's country pop country rock is a whole blend uh in there and my i feel my first album is going to be a full blend all over the place uh yes and and i think i'm looking forward to putting that out so people can see the whole mixture in there and i think it can be a great album well i i love that you just um said that because that definitely gives people a perspective but what i asked you was do you feel like when you're putting those feelings out, mm-hmm. like are you like, oh, I have to talk about heartbreak. I have to talk about you know, I have to talk about love. I have to talk about heartbreak. Does yeah. that actually like are does that affect you in a in as an artist? Are you like, yo, I you know, I'm making the song about somebody, but mm-hmm. I actually telling you my real feelings. Does yeah, that scare right. you because you're not putting it out to like telling somebody that you love them is telling one person that telling the world or, you know, whatever, like the Facebook or the YouTube, like, oh, I love her or she broke my heart or, you know, the feelings that come with yeah. the realness that you talk about. Do you um do you feel like that, you know, you're comfortable with that? Or is like, is that scary? Or, you know, because artists do that. Art, a lot of artists are scared to talk about their real feelings. They want to well, say what seems cool yeah. or what's popular. And you yeah. miss the feelings. People who talk about feelings, you're like, those are real feelings. Do you have that that moment in, uh, as an artist where you're like, this is something maybe I... You know, this is something so personal, like maybe I don't, or are you just like, it's already done, fucking I'm going to talk about it? Well, here's the thing, Nick, on those, I think as an artist, and that's how every artist who's out there listening has to, it's almost like you're holding this in, and it is a story, it could be your personal story, but I think a lot of people can relate to them, because it has to do with relationships mostly, a lot of love uh, relationships in country music. There's a lot of you know bad stuff too, but um, it is tough. Uh, I'm gonna probably try to keep it generally generic if I when I need to explain about anything. I'm trying not to bring it into you know this particular person, but it may have something where it did. It was something I went through, mm-hmm. and I think it can share 
a feeling to people, and that's what again music, a good song does. It brings a feeling, and it may it may bring a healing to somebody, or it may bring back memories that they went through, and, right. and it can be emotional. So, it, yeah, I don't like to. I'm gonna keep it generic when I talk about it, probably. Uh, but I think all anything that I had a relationship issue or something with can be relatable to so many people out there. If that makes yeah. No, it does. That's why sometimes the songs help you. Sometimes it, you know, sometimes it makes you forget. Sometimes it makes you remember. That's what they say. It's a healing. It's a healing. Right. Thing. It depends. Uh, sometimes it makes there. you remember something that you didn't, and sometimes it makes you. It helps you forget something, depending yeah, on exactly. which you know what kind of mood you're in. But that's a big mm-hmm. thing too. I think that people don't understand when they listen to music, which is sometimes you know. If you're in a in a shitty spot, sometimes that song about your ex girlfriend not being shit like not being in a negative way, where you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I thought we were in love," and the whole thing. Sometimes that helps, and then mm-hmm. other times you're like, "Yo, we just broke up," and you're like, "F you," you know the whole. You know what I mean? It just depends on mm-hmm. where you're at in your own head. And I, I definitely agree with what you were saying on that. That's why it's just, it's always a weird situation whenever you're being real. You know, and that's what I was saying. If you make songs that are like, oh, you know, about mm-hmm. whatever, like, you know, popcorn, popcorn, whatever, oh, the baby shark, dun 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 you're like, okay, I get it. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, this uh-huh. is kind of real. Like, I get that that. It's got way more views than anything. And and shout out to Baby Shark because I will say that has more views than I've ever got in my entire lifetime. I do believe still at this point. Um, so shout out to them, but also like we were just talking about, fuck you, because that song sucks. Man. I go, Baby Shark, dun, 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 dun. it was all over the TV. I mean, I've seen that on TMZ and on like podcasts. I was everywhere. Oh, okay. It's always something you never think is going to make it that makes it. Yeah. That is the thing that I'll tell artists. The thing that you think, that's why you should always really kind of do just whatever makes you like, if the song is a song, like don't do stuff you don't want to do. But even if you're like, oh, this is stupid, like nothing's stupid. Don't put a limit on your potential. That's yeah. a big thing. People get mad at me because I pushed them past their limit. And I'm like, your limit was a limit you set on yourself. I don't have a limit. I see greatness in you. I see you being better than what you're doing right now. And I, yeah. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, but I'm a producer. You know what I mean? I make beats and, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm a producer and they call me coach. Which is why that's what my my other guys call me. They're like, "Oh, coach over here is Phil Jackson yeah. and us." Where you, oh, you want to Phil Jackson us? You want to tell me something about that I don't know? Yes, I'll tell you. You're better than you think you are, and there is no limit. I'm doing the best I can do. That there, yeah. there is no best you can do. You can try your hardest, but there is no best you can do. Right. And that's a thing. Like, you know, I, you try your hardest. There's no best you can do. Don't fucking set that limit. You just put that limit on yourself. What do you mean this is the best I can do? That's setting a bar for yourself. Oh, I'm not uh-huh. failing. I'm not winning. No, you win. We win every time. You go out there and you're better than you think you are. And that's the thing. And also, I just got into my rant. Um, My bad. Wait, can I share with some thing, other things I got going on, Nick? Yeah, it's your time. Garrett Forge. Okay. FXBGPodRadio.com. Yeah, We're here with Garrett Forge. The- Tell us what you got going on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, in addition to music and movies, I'm also a brand ambassador for a couple products, and I want to talk about two real quick. Uh, yes. One is this out al- is an alpha beard care, uh, beard care product line, and uh, everything from beard oil, to a uh, beard balm as shampoo and conditioner. Uh, this is for a great friend, also a artist. He's a hip hop gospel hip hop artist named J Lock. He's friend of the Alpha show. Condition. Shout out J Lock. Yeah, give him Shout his credit. J Lock, man, go get that Alpha Man for beard. 
Alpha's you, beard care is awesome, guys. Ladies too. It has a like a like a cologne in it. it smells incredible. It's in all the products. I mean, you have a, a, a beard shampoo and conditioner, which really smells good too. And it does the beard good, and you use added, it daily, and it's amazing. I've seen this on the Facebook, and a lot of people are really into this. It is people okay. like bearded. Beard people, if you don't yeah. got no face on your hair, this ain't for you. But if well, you got the you beard, make it. sure you get it. It Nick. has a beard growth agent in it, though, Nick. And it'll really? Help people who not, well, yeah. So if you don't, can't have trouble growing a beard, you get stubble and it's real thin. Mm-hmm. The beard oil has a beard growth agent all included in it. Will wow. help you grow that beard out. Yeah, because uh, I've seen so, people with small beards. I've seen people with um, bigger, you know, like boom, mm-hmm. boom. I think, yeah, I think it's working for a lot of people. That sounds like a great project. And also, J-Lock is a great artist. Make sure you pick up his new projects that are coming out. Um, Definitely. And watch the podcast over there with him and Mr. Dark Eyes, who is another friend of the show. Um, you also have another product that you've been working <laughs> with. I do, actually a couple, but the first one I'm really going to talk about is called, it's a new uh, pineapple rum punch drink. Woo. It comes in a fifth bottle. bottle you would say it looks fifth. fancy as shit. I've seen it. Yeah, I got the picture. I'm, we'll post it on, on the link. Okay. Yeah, it's called Kimoni Ice, um, and it is very good. I've, I've tasted it, and I've had several few. I don't know how much I can talk about that, but you he need to check up. it out. You hit message me. I can get you the hookup on how to get those ordered. That's um, coming out of New York. He's out of out of New York. Yeah, yeah New I just York. wanted to shout out like yeah, they're definitely yeah, out of New York. But it's a very good product from what I've seen from what you posted. The bottle yeah. thing and the the product placement is is great. Like the production of their um, you know how they present their product looked very cool from what I've seen. Obviously from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll and actually we'll ship it anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I would say uh, out of the world. I think we're not out of the world, but I'm saying out of the country. But right now we're probably keeping it nationwide, national. Yeah. But it'll go whatever, and we'll ship it right to your door. Yeah, the bottle just, looks great, fancy. Yeah, blue bottles, really cool. You can probably use it as a decoration after that. Um, but yeah, you just pour it over ice, and it's a uh, best on ice drink, and it's. Everything's all in it. It's already mixed for you, and it's very—it's a refreshing drink. And we'll be—I'm actually working on probably the jingle on that one, uh, nice. maybe pretty soon. So also, uh, it hits you with that. a punch. That's what you told what me. It's—it's it's a fruity alcoholic beverage, but it hits you with a punch. It does. Yeah. yeah. He's, okay. You said, "Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't <laughs> had one." <laughs> Okay, I see. I see you. You're looking at the bottle. You just reading the back of it, trying to like, okay, um, what ninety? What 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 is this? this... Yeah. So it's, it's a fun drink. Alcohol, yeah, and it so... looks great. The bottling yeah. and the in the yeah the appearance and the the production um, looks looks amazing on that. So um, give them one more time what it's called. It is called Kimoni, K-A-M-O-N-I, Ice. And you just pour it over ice. And again, probably message Nick or message me. We'll get you information, get you uh, the address information to contact the owners and let ship out to you. Or I'll get you the information and we'll get you taken care of. Yep, yep. So, well. But uh, then also just started uh, kind of marketing a new headphones called Yes. The company's called the Zopound LLC, but it's called Zopound Z O E Pound, and it's incredible headphones. It comes in black or white, um, and it has noise cancellation in it. It folds up, and they're amazing. I wore actually just got back from vacation, and I wore it down, and I didn't hear the people that I didn't try to (laughs) I wasn't trying to listen to on the way, and it was it was great. Tell them the best part. What's, what? What? Uh, what is the logo on the side? Oh, really? Not well, sure that. Oh, do you not want to say it? Okay, I don't. No, well, I talked about that with a owner. It's not really part of our marketing campaign for it. Well, but yeah. I got you. I know what you mean. But yeah, it's just yeah. You just have a logo, just no pounds, and there's a logo, something. But 
if you're interested, we'll do that off the air. What is because they sell other products and accessories. I didn't fucking make that one. So <laughs> they put that shit on there. You know my name. I don't give it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Um, well, we're right here at the end of our show. Garrett, we got two minutes left. Do you want to um, give us a full rundown of all the sponsors and what people should check out if you wouldn't mind? Because I could okay. do it, but just tell them where people can find you and then uh-huh. the other stuff that you want them to check out because we got, yeah, we got one minute. Uh, we got two yeah. minutes, but yeah, just tell them where they can find you at. Um where the new stuff is coming, the whatever you want to shout out. You got you got the last two minutes. This okay. is all on you for okay. whatever you want to yeah. shout out. Yeah, I'm talking Facebook, Garrett Forge, G-A-R-R-E-T-T Forge. Uh, I am on Instagram, but you really want to go to YouTube. That's where you're going to hear the new song, We Will Rise Up. Definitely like it, share it. Also, The Unsuperheroes is out to watch it. There's six episodes. That's also YouTube. Uh, some of the movies, uh, we'll get them posted on YouTube, but right now, again, Facebook, you'll probably see a lot of my stuff, uh, the trailers of music, and then the new movies, um, there's some uh, posters that you'll see on maybe one one of them uh, called How Did I Get Here? That'll be that's in production right now. I'll be finishing up. Um, yeah, I think that's about it, Nick, unless you can, anything else, you can think GarrettForge.com is my website. You just go to GarrettFords.com. It has a lot of my stuff. There's going to be some updates to it. So I do voiceover as well, and also have a business, Forge Ahead AV Studios, and that has a lot of voiceover training, acting roles, a lot of editing things I do as well. So also have, yeah, that side business Make sure going. you check out the Alpha Care for Men, and um, what was the, oh, the drink? Yeah, uh, yeah, Alpha Beard Care. Check that out. That's through Alpha Beard Care by Jay Watts on Facebook. Yes. And Kimoni Ice, also check them out and like their page and message them if you want to buy a bottle. Kimoni, K-A-M-O-N-I, Ice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Below the Deck on FXBB. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always. Garrett, obviously, I'm going to talk to you in a little bit. But y'all tune in. Um, If you didn't hear it here, you hear it on iTunes. We're also on the YouTube, too. Below the Deck, um, FXBGPublicRadio.com. Garrett Forge, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping by. Always been, is always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to you, Nick. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. I will see you uh, in a little bit in the real All right. world. All right. <laughs> All right. Peace. Bye. Okay. No, I'll see everyone else next week. Tuesday, 730.